pick your class and learn your battle points. Because it's time for the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. Welcome to episode 183 of the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. I'm your host, Sage Goodwin, joined by my brother and co-host, Sam Goodwin. Hello there. In this episode, we're going over all of the details on the Rolly Boys update and our thoughts and impressions. Let's get started. As you can tell, both of us are sick. That's why this episode of the Battlefront Podcast is a little later than we usually post them. Uh, we try to get them recorded on Thursday and uploaded on Friday or Saturday. Uh, here we are recording on Sunday, and I hope to get it out on Monday. But let's get into the the full details in between last episode. Actually, so we recorded last episode. I was in the process of editing it, and the the update information dropped. So we weren't able to cover it, um, but last episode we were we went over the communication of the game in 2020, how uh, what our what our thoughts are on it, and um, a whole bunch of other topics that we discussed on that episode. Um, someone on YouTube was like, uh, "Did you this uh, get recorded before the uh, the the update and the details?" I was like, "Yeah, sadly, uh, we weren't able to get it lined up in time for the update." But here we are. We've had plenty of time to play the new updates. I've played a lot of BB-8, not as much as BB, not as much BB-9E, but mostly uh, BB-A. So right off the bat, let's go over just a, a highlight of the things that were brought in this update. We've got obviously BB-8 and BB-9E. We also got the new trilogy for Capital Supremacy, as well as the new trilogy in Instant Action, which I greatly enjoy. We have some big news too. Battlefront 2 is going back to the original trilogy, but before we get to that, what are our thoughts on BB-8, BB-9E, how they how they play in co-op, how they play in Capital Supremacy, and how they play in the other game modes? Yeah, they're pretty they're pretty good. Um, they feel like more of a slightly better reinforcement than a hero or a villain. I'd say, like, I mean, they're decent and like they're they're pretty good in co-op and um, Capital Supremacy just because there's a variety of different trooper classes, re- uh, reinforcements, and heroes. But I've noticed they really struggle in heroes versus villains. They just can't really hold up to the power and might of the other heroes and villains. Sometimes, depending on how good you are. Because I've, I've seen some insane gameplay where a BB-8 took down the entire team. Hacks. I call hacks. <laughs> so he's one of those... The, this is obviously first impressions. Yeah. Just like, BB-8 and BB-90 are very technical heroes. Yeah, this is just for me brief um, playing you know, first thoughts and all this. I haven't really spent much time. I've played them in all the game modes and spent some time in like offline and um, versus, which you got wrecked as BB-8. I completely destroyed you because you can't really defeat Darth Vader as BB-8. I'm not as good with BB-8 as other people are. Um, you, it takes these, a lot of maneuvering yeah, and you really have to really... It's a really technical character, so yeah. you really have to put some time into it to get some some real improvements on that. You have to dodge, you have to be able to roll around because he's extremely fast and mobile, and you have to use that to your advantage. And then his dark counterpart, BB-9E, um, I feel like he's a little weaker than BB-8. He definitely is weaker. Um, you have to use him smarter. So there isn't as much, I'm going to go into this big group like you can with BB-8, but greatly enjoyed with maps that you can throw people into pits or off of things because BB-9E's um, center ability 
is the shock yeah so his center ability instead of like cable spin is just like a, a shock aura basically um, throws people out of a the vicinity and then uh, shocks them as well so it stuns them right well, yeah like you said it's good for throwing people off but it throws them out of the damage circle so they don't really get continuously damaged like bb8's cable spin which is kind of unfortunate and his i was really underwhelmed by his smoke ability the shroud of yeah it's it's more useful on like capital supremacy i find yeah and it didn't really produce as much smoke as i would have hoped <laughs> eight out of ten not as much smoke that's six out of ten yeah i feel like it could be way denser because i feel like the smoke grenades get like in battle for 2015 where it should be what he does because i mean it's just smoke there's weapons <laughs> that can see through that so i don't see why they should be trying We'll get some definitely some patches and some buffs for them. So I always say it's better to give them underpowered than um start them off overpowered because you get over nerfs. And I'd rather see them buff than nerf, in my personal opinion. So I really feel like in the future he could be a really good villain. Definitely. But obviously these both are technical characters, and we'll see how they pan out really in the future. Yeah, they're they're really fun. I like BB. I, I love playing them. Like I have a fun time playing them on the maps. There are some people that's that are saying that they should be nerfed because they're extremely overpowered. But I, I don't find that. I think they they launch with a good balance of abilities. Right. Something I didn't realize until I was going through the notes to to prepare for the episode is that BB8 and BB9E have passive uh, they have passive abilities. One is technical support. They both count as two units when capturing a command po- uh, command post or activating an objective device much faster. I didn't realize that. Um, that's a really cool thing. Another thing that they have uh, periodically regenerates the main health of friendly characters around them. And then upon defeating an opponent, BB9E will receive some health back. Which is really awesome. Uh, BB-8 has Swift Reaction, which increases the cooldown speed of nearby friendly characters' abilities, as well as health on kill. And you you can really take advantage of that. I do find that BB-8 and BB-90 don't give as many um, many battle points when you play, or when you get capture objectives or, or kill people, you don't gain as much. Hmm. Especially on kills, which I was, I was very surprised about. Because I, I went on a uh, 7 or 8 kill streak and didn't get that many uh, battle points back for it. I think it was like 400 or 500. Yeah, and as far as the um, overpoweredness, I guess that comes from the the small hitbox and the speed. Yes, because they are very fast boys. So I guess that balances out the health and the abilities too. BBA just a really good flanker, and like Ajon Kloss has a lot of foliage under, and he can really, it's super hard to see him through that, especially BB90 since he's darker. Yeah. What, well, how do you feel about uh, the new trilogy maps on capital supremacy and instant action i mean it's already been added in my personal opinion so it's just nice that they finally completed that specifically what are your thoughts on the transition and the new ships because i love them i it's cool to see you going to start a story for sure those are awesome and the thing was dude this game mode takes forever oh my <laughs> gosh i was hoping you'd I say something playing about that. for 45 minutes on the base map mm-hmm. capturing and it's just a circle. You'll have three for a while, and then they'll have three for a while, and then you'll have all of them for a little bit. They'll have all of them for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it takes stupid amounts of time. And then my game froze before I could even get to the second phase. Oh. So I had to quit out of Battlefront. So I waited all this time. I think we were at 91%. No. And then it quit out. Yeah, they need to shorten this game mode. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm a fan of long game modes, but this is a little little excessive for sure. And the original, like, you know, the original Capital Supremacy as it came out, seemed a lot shorter 
and more manageable with the uh, tickets and the troops like that. I mean, but it was still very long. Yeah, it was still on the long side because you go back and forth. But I like this one because it seems like the original PlayStation Two Xbox Battlefront because you're just going around capturing mm-hmm. control. It feels like its own game mode within the the secondary thing because yeah. it takes so long. I love the new ships for Capital Supremacy on the new trilogy maps. I think that the new trilogy maps are much better than Clone Wars Capital Supremacy. And that may just be because it's just something new and shiny. But I greatly enjoy the maps more on the new trilogy than I do on uh, the Clone Wars. Yeah, I think the one I did the other day was... I love the ships. Was Jakku, I believe. Yeah, that's not my favorite map. But Ajon Kloss is really cool. That's a really good map. I still think I do prefer Geonosis as my favorite Capital Supremacy map. Mm-hmm. It seems like it fits it better. But that one was like specifically made for Capital Supremacy. Yeah. Yeah, but this one seems a lot larger, which is which is really nice. Yeah, on the on the note, uh, Capital Supremacy is a very long game mode. I was um so at at the new office, we have really fast internet. I'm we're still working on getting it soundproofed and all of that fun stuff as well as getting drop downs for like ethernet ports in the office, but in the building it's got um, really fast Wi-Fi as well as a, a common area with an 85-inch 4K TV and very fast internet. <laughs> I was playing uh, I was playing Capital Supremacy on Age on Kloss, and it turned out to be a 45-minute to an hour game. Yeah, that's crazy. But I was also testing streaming to Mixer. Eventually, uh, once we get the, the Ethernet and all that set up, I want to start streaming to YouTube. Uh, just because I think that'll be more more active, uh, but we can stream to Mixer right now. I, I tested that out, so in the process of doing the research and getting all the equipment. If you are familiar with streaming technology and that kind of thing, I've I've done it in the past. But if you have like good settings and good good settings for like OBS as well as Elgato, because we've got the Elgato HD sixty. S, the, the one with the USB-C, would be much appreciated if you could leave a comment on this video if you're watching on YouTube, or leave us an email at battlefrontpodcast at gmail.com, or on Twitter or Instagram at swbpodcast. Be greatly appreciated. Help us out a ton. Before we get to the, the big, big news, what are your thoughts on Galactic Assault being moved again? So now it's supremacy. Yeah, it's not capital supremacy it's more, anymore. It's supremacy, as well as um, it's multiplayer and the single player galactic assaults not on the main main menu anymore i don't think it's that big of a deal i kind of like the ui right now i like how can you can pick certain like the resistance or the um uh, mm-hmm. that's really the nice. prequel that's really nice to have an option like that the thing people have I just wish it had with. it in every game mode because i was going to heroes versus villains and wanted to play new asian class and i think it was here showdown i was trying to do it'd be nice to have an option on the map try to get queued up on that because uh, currently it's just restricted to the bigger game modes mm-hmm. i think we touched on that last episode as well a lot of people have been having issues about galactic assault being moved specifically because it's just like a sign of dice slowly killing galactic assault galactic assault is a really fun game mode it's something that a lot of people enjoy us especially if they don't want to play clone wars content yes yeah, so it's a nice option to have and i think they did that in the battle for 2015 they were trying to slowly kill off walker assault with some of their other game modes they were adding. Yeah, the the thing that people... The defense is it's not getting any... And because it's not getting any... Maps. A lot of people aren't playing it. And it's just this 
self-fulfilling prophecy where, oh yeah, we're not going to update it because a lot of people are, because uh, there aren't a whole lot of people playing it, but a whole lot of people aren't playing it because all of the, the new stuff is going into capital supremacy or now supremacy. Right. Uh, that's pretty obvious. When you have new content, obviously everyone's going to be trying that out for the first mm-hmm. month or so. But it's just nice to have some diversity in the bigger game modes because normally in these games we have one, at least in this game, we had Galactic Assault for a while and yeah. it was nice to see this kind of transition to capital supremacy. But that doesn't mean we should have one or the other. I think we should have both because yeah. it's a good diverse option for the, the bigger game modes if you want to play. The last like huge update that they got for Galactic Assault in terms of like, content was, I think, Crate. That was a while ago. Yeah, they have a, they have a hard... T- they struggle with adding content to pre-existing game modes. Like Starfighter Assault has gotten almost no real good, really good support since mm-hmm. the yeah, game since came out. Since the last out. Jedi update where right. they added um, a, a new hero. Yeah, and space is basically all the same. But the only... The only difference is debris and or the planet, but which like is we nice mentioned, to see to have a background for that. Yeah, but like we mentioned uh, last episode, Dennis Brunvall did at least tease that uh, we should be getting more content for Starfighter Assault, and it may not be uh, in space. It could be like above, right? Like a above map. a yeah, like above an Ajon class or above insert map here, which I would love to see. But the point of the matter is that they just have a hard time supporting pre-existing content, like I said earlier. That goes for the smaller game modes. I mean, even just adding variations of the bigger maps, they, they have they have a problem with it that I find. I feel like every big map should have smaller map counterparts that should be distributed between the smaller game modes. Mm-hmm. That should be... You shouldn't have to ask a question about that. That should be inherent that they should add those smaller game mode maps because of the bigger... That just makes sense. Like, yeah. I just don't see why they wouldn't do that. The new apps would be great if they added it to Galactic Assault, just because not everyone plays Supremacy because it's such a long game mode, even compared to Galactic Assault. Galactic Assault's one of the longer ones, but that uh, Supremacy now multiplies that by two or three when you play. For real, yeah. Like, the, just the first wave I did was like three matches of Galactic Assault, it felt like. <laughs> My gosh. It's great It's great fun when you have the time, but not everyone has the time. Like I, Right, and if you quit out, you just forfeit all your your score and stuff yeah. so that's kind of just wasted your time and then it hurts your team because they just lost a player and that's never fun exactly it's good if you, if you have a lot of time go to capital supremacy if you don't have as much time you know you can go to galactic assault yeah or the smaller game just modes. diversity is the best just the best option for these for any game and in, in general now let's go on to the big news that we, we did not cover last week star wars battlefront 2 is going back to the original trilogy with Age of Rebellion. Now this is from the uh, release notes. As January comes to a close, our attention turns to February, and with it, the confirmation that we will return to the original trilogy and the Age of Rebellion. Uh, This includes bringing specific planets to both co-op and later on supremacy. We know that many of you have been requesting this, and we're incredibly excited at the prospect of playing as Luke, Leia, Darth Vader, and more through both co-op and supremacy. With the arrival of the original trilogy, we will make a name change. Capital Supremacy will simply be known as Supremacy. We're renaming this game mode to encompass all eras as the upcoming original trilogy variant will be fought exclusively on the ground. Let's stop there and go over our thoughts on that. I'm kind of disappointed. They do um, explain it. They said they, we looked at experiences that both Death Star 2 and Scarefoot offer, 
deciding that the Age of Rebellion would be focused on ground-based combat, which is a better fit for some of the more iconic locations we have available. It's hard to imagine leaving the Death Star to go to a capital ship, let alone having to deal with the shield that surrounds Scarif. But don't worry, it's still the exact same great supremacy experience, just focused on ground-based gameplay. So they're making it basically instant action for original trilogy. And I'm not a huge fan of that. I love the the diversity that the ships add. And it's understandable for a couple, like they said, Scarif. Also, we're getting Scarif. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. But that kind of like differs um, this game out from Galactic Assault is that, you know, the space combat as well. You know, you go to space exactly. on a ship. Now it's just going to be the default game mode. It feels like it's just going to be like that long phase at the first part. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the phase, phase that nobody... <laughs> yeah, really everyone that wants to get through it. We'll, we'll see how that plays out. Yeah. It feels I, I like they're taking a step back. Definitely. Um, if I want to play something where it's only ground combat, what I'll do is go to co-op or instant action. But how cool would that be, going from the Death, the Death Star to a Star Destroyer? I mean, how awesome would yeah, that be? the original Star Destroyers. Not just like yeah, a right. Star Destroyer. The original ones that are in the movie that we're all familiar with. Even it makes sense for Scarif, too, because... They have the Star Destroyers up above in Rogue One. That's what was uh, about to destroy the planet. Was The Death Star was over there, and there was surrounded by Star Destroyers. So that would make sense from going to the ground of Scarif to a Star Destroyer too. I think what they're, they're, they're talking about is specifically for the Rebels, how it's going to be. It doesn't work canonically or whatever for it. Um, but I love the gameplay that is in the, the transition to get to those capital ships. I love that. And maybe don't add it for Scarif, but there are other maps and I think I would I would I would like that diversity if it was like okay, for Scarif you can't you don't get to go to a supremacy ship, a capital ship. But on these other maps like um, Tatooine, Mos Eisley, you can definitely make the argument that you can go to a capital ship. I Especially like the, Hoth, too, yeah. that makes perfect sense. The beautiful um, iconic rebel capital ship the like you said the death the the star destroyers that are legendary for their look i think it's a missed opportunity i would love to see this possibly changed or made for only specific game modes or maps or whatever i just i I would one of my favorite parts of capital supremacy or now supremacy is to go to make it to the the goal of getting it to the capital ship and having the the success of blowing up one of them or defending the best part is like the rush to get to the the ships to get you know the the pickup ships mm-hmm. to get up there i play capital supremacy for the capital ships right yeah and the second wave is always the most fun too because mm-hmm. it's it's the most it's it changes from super wide combat to super super tense close quarters you have like a finite amount of troops that you have to manage to get the objective um completed yeah there was the game mode supremacy was about from 2015 so this is basically what it's going to be yeah, and I think that's kind of yeah. That's a mildly disappointing. The ground-based combat is some of my least favorite on, on capital supremacy, but we'll, we'll see how it changes. I I don't think this will be a BB8 probably a BB8 uh, edition where everyone was kind of hating on BB8 and we turned out to really love it. Um, I don't think this will end up being like that. I just think it'll be it'll feel less than it could be. Right. Let's talk about Scarif. So, Scarif back from 2015 Star Wars Battlefront. I will not fail. One of one of my favorite maps. I love the Rogue One update for Battlefront 2015. It was one. Of, it was the final one that we got for the game. It came with uh, Jyn Erso as well as Krennic, some very unique heroes. So I'm greatly looking forward to what's what's going to be 
coming next for the game, especially for the original trilogy. What are your thoughts on the addition of uh, Scarif? Yeah, like you said, that's one of my favorite maps that was added in Battlefront 2015. And that was one of my favorite updates, too. That was a really good update. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's nice to see some love from the uh, previous game, getting some imports, which we've wanted to see for a while. Yeah, we were talking about last episode how we would love to see um, Battlefront 2015 maps carried over some more yeah that's definitely one of the, the better ones i think that or um scarif and um like cloud city the city itself are my two favorite maps so yeah those those already it's off to a good start so far for sure java's palace was cool too all we need is solace now yes solace would be great and again like you're saying the cloud city map on on Bessemon was a great map it was one of my favorites i loved the i loved running through the city that's why i would really like Coruscant coming to the game at some point in the future. Yeah, but with the addition of Scarif, I hope it brings Generoso and Director Krennic too. Yeah, I mean, I would love that. Oh my, could you imagine? Sure. They say nothing about it. They say, "Oh yeah, we're getting some uh, reinforcements, in re- reinforcements for um, the next update for Scarif." We get the re- maybe we get it's either like skins for the troopers, or we get um, the sand troopers as just like a reinforcement. And then something for the the re- resistance or something along those lines. Or could you imagine if it was a K two K two unit for the, That'd be awesome for both sides because they have K two S O or whatever. Or and at I least know for in like a, I know in two thousand fifteen Battlefront that he had the guards they could spawn. Yes, that'd be so cool that they add Krennic and reintroduce that mechanic too. Because that was that was my favorite things is when you're spawning in the screen and obviously you can't get a hero because they're the tokens, but you could be a, a reinforcement. Mm-hmm. Palpatine, Krennic. And Leia, I think, were the, the three that could do that. That'd be so cool. Be awesome. And I would love to see it, like, like if it was just a surprise saying, oh, yeah, we're getting these reinforcements. And it's the ones that we love from, like, Krennic. And then on the other side, we get something, um, insert obscure uh, alien or whatever from Rogue One. And then they're like, oh, also, we got Krennic and uh, Jyn Erso here. I think the community would lose their mind because those are some of fav- some fan favorite characters there especially for battlefront 2015 players and uh, there are there is the the crowd um Dennis Brenville tweeted that in december the player base doubled so there are a lot of new players that more than likely didn't play battlefront 2015 yeah so this and would, they'd be able to experience it right this would be time. like new content for them and returning content for us so it's it's a win-win for sure. Mm-hmm. Now, this isn't saying it's confirmation or we're going to be super, super upset. This is just us thinking outside the box. I would hope, for sure. It would it'd be really cool to see. Because when they were they re-added the, um, the Jabba Palace, they, they kind of they added new skins for Han Solo, which kind of tied in for that. So hopefully they release Krennic and Jyn Erso. That'd be cool to see. Definitely. And maybe I could start the phase for reintroducing some of the original trilogy characters from the um, previous game. Because mm-hmm. Battlefront 2015 has such a great and robust back catalog this is the the original trilogy rain coming into play here yes it only I, makes sense because this is the the only era that hasn't been touched on in the game yeah, obviously there were some that were introduced on launch but there hasn't been a season dedicated to this era yes i'm super excited for the age of rebellion it's going to be a really good time you are beaten it is useless to resist don't let yourself be destroyed as obi-wan did We'd be curious to hear uh, what you have to say. The listener, you can leave a comment on uh, YouTube if you're watching this on the YouTube channel. Uh, Like I said before, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, email, battlefrontpodcast at gmail.com. We'd greatly appreciate that. Um, What are your thoughts on 
the Age of Resistance, what would you like to see added in terms of reinforcements, uh, heroes? Because there's a whole wide range of, of characters we could choose from. I think that's about it for this episode of Battlefront Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I've been your host, Sage Goodwin. And I'm Sam Goodwin. You can follow us on Twitter at SWBpodcast, twitter.com slash SWBpodcast. It's a great place to follow us. We'd greatly appreciate it. You can also follow us on Instagram. Posted a meme on there, and I got almost 500 likes. We're sitting at 63 total followers. We greatly appreciate a follow there at SWBpodcast, just like our Twitter, which is we surpassed. We've got 1,222 followers on Twitter. We'd be so glad to have you. You can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash battlefrontpodcast. We greatly appreciate it that way. You can support us like friend of the podcast, Joseph Loera. It helps us keep the subscription for W Audition, which we run the, the show through, uh, edit-wise, as well as future upgrades to the office and uh, helping us get to live streaming more frequently. Greatly appreciate that help there. You can also support us on PayPal, paypal.me slash tie-dye-sheep, T-Y-E-D-Y-E-S-H-E-E-P, like friend of the podcast, Daniel Schilling. Another great way you can support the show completely free is through leaving us a review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you find podcasts. We would greatly appreciate it if you drop us a review. Uh, let us know your thoughts on the show, on the content. It also helps other listeners when they find the show uh, to see what's going on as well. We'd also like to shout out Star Wars Wayfinder, Star Wars Battlefront Wayfinder, uh, Instagram and Twitter. Definitely check those guys out. We want to do some collaborations and some partnership with them. If you've got ideas on how that could work, we'd greatly appreciate those. Our Gmail is battlefrontpodcast at gmail.com, and also our YouTube channel is youtube.com slash the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. We've surpassed 520 subscribers. We greatly appreciate it. Thank you all so much. We're looking forward to, uh, we're looking to bring more content on there. I had some planned, and then it got sick, and it was just like, oh, crap, I don't want to work on anything right now. We have plans to start streaming on there, as well as uh, more uh, shorter-form content. You can listen to the show on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, YouTube. Wherever you find podcasts, you can find this show. As always, thanks for listening. And may the Force be with you. Testing, testing, one, two, three. You good in uh, Mike Samuel? What? Hey Samuel, you need to eat What? More, you need to eat more vegetables. What? You need to eat more vegetables, my man.